Happy Sunday, everybody. So as promised today, as promised at the prayer uh, meeting, uh, I'm like I said, I would we would talk about corn dogs and the relative health benefits of corn dogs. Okay, so are, are you ready? How many of you have had a corn dog? I've had a corn dog. You haven't had a corn dog, my guy? Oh, you guys probably call it corn dog, so it's a little different. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Sorry, but I really haven't got a clue what that is. Well, what it is, it's just very, very spiritual food. It it looks a lot like a Shiva Lingam, okay? And what they do is they put the Shiva Lingam on a stick, and they put the stick through the Shiva Lingam. I know it sounds kind of painful, and it probably is. But then they dip it in corn batter, okay? They dip it in there, and then they deep fry it, and that becomes a corn dog. How do you say corn in French? Mice. And how do you say dog? Chien. So, my chien. There you go. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. My chien is a corn dog in France. How about you, Radu? Have you had a corn dog? No, Master, but I've had... Isn't that like a hot dog on a stick? Well, you could call it that, I suppose. Yeah. Is it deep fried? Well, it has the corn batter on it and it's deep fried, yeah. 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 I ha I haven't had it, but yeah, I uh, I think I know what's it what it is about. So, I as I promised yesterday to talk about corn dogs. So, here we go. You ready? Everybody. Unless you can find an organic free-range corn dog, Everybody here right now in the Zoom meeting, um, welcome to everyone. So let's talk about one of the manifestations of Kundalini that is never written about, never spoken of. It is off, uh, it, it, it is, it's not allowed. It is not allowed. It is illegal in these spiritual terms to speak of this in an actual sense and so i warn you podcast listeners i warn you zoom zoomers don't don't tell people about this they're just going to look at you like you're nuts like you're crazy like you're insane like you don't have you know you're one can short of a six-pack okay <laughs> if you have six packs where you are I know they do where Maga leaves because she uses them. Anyway, I'm kidding. Just kidding. Kundalini people have the facility to develop wings. W-I-N-G-S. Wings. And a lot of Kundalini people that I've spoken with and I myself and others who I've worked personally with uh, feel them coming on, feel them. They're, they're not there fully mature. They're, it's not like you just boom, poof, and you have wings coming out of your shoulder blades. doesn't work that way. You have to grow them within your kundalini process. 
the wings also are representative of the spirit taking flight. This is why they happen on the shoulder blades. And this is, if you look at the caduceus and you see the wings there, hello, people. Hello. That is the biggest clue you could ever get. Now, of course, the... Uh, the What's a caduceus? A caduceus? A caduceus is the uh, the staff with the two serpents intertwined and the wings coming out and then the, the crown that the, uh, the MDs, the doctors, wear on their lapel and have absolutely no idea what it means. And so they've applied certain meanings to it that make sense to them. But these wings, these wings come with grace. Now, some of the uh, Vedic scholars and, and of course some of the oxford scholars is a well they have to have you have to have the long beard to qualify in that group is a well what we think is going on here is this is this represents the spirit taking flight this is what the wings are is they're they're the modus operandi of the spirit taking flight and of course the spirit needs wings right Spirit needs wings, or it can't get off the ground. Right, Trusty? <laughs> so it's laughable. It's laughable. But it's incredible at the same time. You have everybody that has the Kundalini in the activated state is is ha they have a nascent development of wings or should I say the buds that will turn into wings on the shoulder blades, in various areas on the shoulder blades. Some of you may feel it. Some of you can, anybody feel these like nodes or these buds on the shoulder blade? You just can't quite know. And it kind of itches a little bit. And it's very similar to the, to the, uh, the inside out bump that happens with the third eye. It's very similar to that. It is an etheric, ethereal physical condition and it's wonderful it's wonderful the further you go into grace the further grace goes into you the the more mature the the larger the more expanded these wings get now here's the other thing with this of course as you go into the kundalini you go further into your grace you go further into higher ethical standards you go further into the highest levels of morality. You go further into being able to discern what karma is and why it is as it pertains to you, but also as it pertains to other people and other creatures. These wings can actually lift you. And, and you know, you just... You, you got to go to these meditators in uh, who was who was, who's doing the uh, transcendental meditation here? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. So you got to go into the to the transcendentalists, you know, and as they they're sitting there and they're trying to like bounce their way, they call it flying. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Chris? Yeah. So they like they're sitting in full lotus position and they're saying their mantra and they're really deep in meditation and and they they kind of get a little jolt and it propels them a few feet which which is abnormal i have to admit i mean but you can also kind of see them 
torquing and 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 pushing their themselves off of the ground. Am I right, Chris? Uh, I didn't follow it in Brussels yet, but uh, they say I can do this. But they charge eight hundred euro for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love you can you can go on to YouTube and you can see them. It's called I believe it's called yogic flying. F L Y I N G. Uh, to me, I just see them just trying to jump without using their legs, but that's just me, you know. I, I, <laughs> I have, you know, I, I raise the bar higher, you know, for, for people that are saying they can do these things. Um, but I'm not talking about that, I'm talking about what Saint Teresa of Avila had within her Kundalini awakening. I'm talking about not being able to not levitate. The levitation is the action of the wings upon the gravitational effect of this world. So ethereal physiological functions. Okay. St. Teresa of Avila had to be held down to a chair or she would float over it. And it just freaked too many people out. Okay, they you got to remember, back in her days, I think it was in the 15th century, uh, it was still a, very much a man's world. I mean, if you can handle a sword and kill other men, then, you know, you're considered a manly man. Uh, and so women were more property than anything else. I know. And it's so, it's so, it's such a testament of, of, of how we brutalized sacred feminine on this world for the last thousands of years. Anyway, so she was, you know, they, they, they put her in a convent because of all of her different skill sets and, but her skill sets scared people. They scared them. And the only reason she was allowed to have them to some degree that she was, was because she was in a convent. Okay. If she had been a man, then she, they would have called her the Christ or something similar. But because she was a woman, you know, she couldn't be deemed as uh, divinely worthy, you know. So all of you girls out there, just flush that down the toilet because, because you're women and you are an exophysiological example of sacred feminine uh you have every right to go flying off of your chair. And I encourage you to do it. Try to get a ceiling like Magali has over there. You can kind of bounce gently off the ceiling. You know, don't try to go out on the balcony. You might have problems there. You know, if you have a bad thought, down you go. <laughs> right, Magali? Isn't that how it works? That's why you're on that second floor balcony, right? Exactly. She's got a perfect liftoff area. All right, so this is a real deal. This is a real deal, and even other Kundalini people will not speak to you about it, which is normal. I mean, they don't speak to you about most of the things that I speak to you about, such as entities and, you know, astral projection, some of the other things that, uh, that I talk about, entities, possession, things of those nature. Those are fairly robust phenomena and easy to, to begin to track. Whereas the wings, they're too far over the line of reality for most people. 
Now I'll go one-on-one, you know, with a Kundalini person and, and, and my energy will tie into their energy. And I'll say, do you feel your wings? And all of a sudden they'll start feeling those little buds on the back of their, of their shoulder blades. Anybody feel this already? I'll play the elevator music. Who's going? Oh, oh, what do we have? Oh, we have someone down here. And Henrietta is saying, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for keeping it short and sweet there, Henrietta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. VJ says, yes, I feel this. Trusty says, what about a tail? <laughs> what about a tail? Uh, forget about the wings. I want to know about a tail. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, the uh, the tailbone can, can elongate into a tail. Now, Samuel on Wayor, in his unfortunate, uh, some of his unfortunate experiences within his Kundalini uh, Samuel Anware was a guy that, a European guy that that moved to Brazil, and traveled up and down the Amazon doing ayahuasca and some of the other native uh, Brazilian practices. And he activated his kundalini, but you have to remember that he was a, he was a Christian missionary. And let me tell you something: I took a Christian nun to uh the nine thousand nine hundred nine nine hundred foot andes compound of alonzo del rio in peru and where she did four uh ayahuasca journeys and on the very first journey she took she found herself literally in hell watching demons stab people in the back with pitchforks, throwing them into the fire. And she absolutely knew she was dead. She said, she said to me, it says, I, I felt Chrisom had just killed me and, and here I was in hell and this is where I was going to stay. <laughs> well, the same thing happened to Samuel on way or when he did it. And so he, he applied all of these negative concepts to the Kundalini. He called the kundalini tail that you can grow the kunda buffer. And you can look it up there, the kunda buffer, K-U-N-D-A-B-U-F-F-E-R. And uh, he wrote about that. He wrote, it's a sign of the devil. It's the dark part of the kundalini. Especially if it happens and you're in France, then it's really bad. <laughs> and he, he went, you know, he went on and on and on about it, you know, and it's just like, bullshit absolute bullshit this is the the insinuation of christian programming into the enlightenment process that that amplifies the fear of the unknown and then gives christian cause for it did that mean did you understand that everybody alexander so in other words you get, you're a Christian person. You're like, you're so, you're so into Christianity. You decide to leave your home country and you travel to Brazil and turn everybody into Christians, right? Big proselytizing journey. And, uh, and you start coming into these altered states due to ayahuasca, maybe some of the other things that they have down there. And 
you you start having things happen to you that you can't explain that are unknown and and you immediately become afraid of them it's the fear of the unknown this is normal for people to have this fear of the unknown and for samuel you know it, it it became the work of the devil the satanic elongation of my tailbone turning it into a kunda before and then you know you see pictures of people flying around like demons doesn't happen folks doesn't happen unless you have that programming <laughs> unless you have the programming no it could be like this this just pretend that you're a post delivery person right you know and you're like you really believe in the postal uh, office and what they stand for and bringing messages to people and <laughs> and you you wind up doing ayahuasca and all of a sudden you feel postal bags connected to you it's like oh i feel letters letters on my back what what has happened right alexander i i feel packages coming out of my ears what's going on here and so of course you know you would it would be a a kunda postal syndrome kunda kunda postal <laughs> never mind all right so Samuel and Weor, he called it the Kunda before. And if you look it up, you, are you? Did you look that up, Michael Fry? You see the the, the Kunda buffer, uh, Chris Van Hoof. Have you seen that too? I'm pretty sure you guys have. You guys should have. Let's see. Michael Fry says I didn't previously feel them, but after you mentioned them, after the prayer was over, I started to receive bliss. Energy rushed up the spine. My claves, claves. What's a clave? Calves. I spelled it wrong. My calves locked up. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. My calves locked up and started to lift me up. Last couple of days during sitting meditation, I feel I'm levitating. Boom. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And this is not uncommon. I, I, I take you straight back to the caduceus. The wings are there for a purpose. And it's not just to signify the spirit taking flight. Now I have mouthed that myself. I, but, you know, before I started going deeper, deeper, deeper into my process, I would say, okay, it's the wings taking flight, or the the spirit taking flight, and that's what you know, bullshit. See, I wasn't, I, I was, I, I was way off base here. You actually can levitate, and you can levitate for distance. Okay. And if you live in in uh, India, because India is the most holy place on the planet, right? You can you can go at least a hundred feet off the ground, right, uh, Tina? But you have to have meat. You have to eat meat, and let's see, there's the big problem there in India. You can't. <laughs> you have to eat a cow, otherwise it won't work. <laughs> there's always a strange caveat. So. So the scenario is, uh, kind of read what Michael Fry just wrote on the uh, on the chat room. I'll read it again. I didn't previously feel them, but after the prayer was over, I started to receive bliss. Energy rushed up the spine. My calves locked up and started to lift me up. Hello, people. Started to lift me up. Last couple of days during sitting meditation, I feel I'm levitating, body physically raising up. And if he continues to do this, 
this is what's going to occur. And, you know, you don't need a parachute. <laughs> you don't need a parachute. You don't need, you know, any kind of safety devices. You know, uh, 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 you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Jennifer is, is, is oh, here, we, let me see here. I got to use this computer here. Uh, Michael Fresh is crazy. I was just watching a video yesterday morning. And I guess it mentioned the Kunda buffer. Yeah. Okay. Je and Jennifer says, years ago, a couple of Gnostics ridiculed my Kundalini and explained this Kunda buffer thing. <laughs> I went on to read a few of Anwayar's books. I really like his dream yoga teachings, but he seemed to be off the mark quite a bit. Yeah. Also, his obsession that we must be enlightened through sexually. <laughs> That's a bit off-putting. <laughs> yeah that's the other thing i wasn't gonna go there but thank you jennifer you went there uh well that's what samuel's thing you know he was so happy with his orgasms you know and i have to admit i mean when you have an orgasm at the same time as having kundalini it is shattering it's a shattering experience and I mean, I mean, you guys know this, right? Uh, Chris Van Hoove, Michael Fry, uh, you guys know what, what that, what I'm talking about, right? Instead yeah. of a, a normal orgasm, you have a, a bodily orgasm. And I guess it depends on, on on how much you've allowed the Kundalini to come through, because it goes even beyond a body orgasm. It's it's a it's a shattering experience, shattering. And it's that shattering that I think happened to Sam. I'll just call him Sam. And, uh, you know, it, it, he, he kind of took it to the limit. Oh, yeah, I can just see him out there self-stimulating. Come on, come on, come on. You know, so so uh, you, don't, you, you don't need orgasms to go further into your grace. Okay, let's just get that clear. Yes, the orgasms are beyond amazing, but you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. And I and I actually want you to keep those fluids within yourself because she will use those as part of your transformation. She will use those. Now, for those of you that have a spouse, uh, uh, you know, a, a person that you can mingle with, physiologically mingle with, uh, this can be very, very, very conducive to this part of the equation. Okay, the the wing part of the equation. The first thing you don't want to do is tell them that you're, you know, you have Kundalini wings. Okay. You just, just don't do that. Don't, I mean, I mean, if you had a spouse and you say that, then you probably don't have a spouse after that. So you, <laughs> but when you're, when you're in the throes of sexual union, Start saying the mantras. That's when you start saying the mantras. When you're in the throes of the sexual union. In, uh, that's when you say the mantras. That's when you go, be, you transcend beyond the, the mere physical attraction and pleasure of combining with another person. And you transcend into the she's showing, she says, the higher gates of 
Okay, the, the words that are coming, these are very difficult to put words to. The words she gave me is the higher gates of immortality. Yeah. So you go beyond the mortal form. It's not so much about living forever. It's going beyond the mortal form. And so you're surpassing the the you know the incredible shattering orgasmic experience. And you're going beyond that. Okay. And so as you're as you're as you're with your person and you're doing these things, say the mantras. Um, let me see. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Magali, I want you to turn your microphone on and I want you to say the mantra that you say when you're doing the mirror practice. Go ahead. In French. Okay. Être l'esclave de Crison est la meilleure chose dans ma vie. J'aime tellement ceci. Je ne suis jamais seule, il est toujours avec moi. Je me sens protégée, je me sens qu'elle fort. Je veux qu'il me commande, je veux qu'il me contrôle. Je veux qu'il prenne toutes les décisions dans ma vie. Il est la raison pour laquelle je suis vivante. J'aime la domination de mon maître chrysome sur moi. Je veux ceci de plus en plus. Être l'esclave de mon Dieu, mon maître chrysome. Non, non. Me donne une grande joie et un grand bonheur et un grand accomplissement et une grande illumination. All right. So the word I got out of there was raisin. So part of it is saying I like to eat raisins when I'm doing these things, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. <laughs> Now there's a very important word that she says a sclave to Christian, which is basically a sclave, uh, a slave to the Kundalini. Chrisom, uh, aside from being, you know, what she made me call myself, is also the anointing, the the uh, the transcendence through the anointing of divine grace upon the physical being. Okay. So, you know, she says that. Magali says that. This is what she says, and this is part of what she's saying. Throughout the day, is this correct? Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Blessings to you, to your grace, to your kundalini. Uh, Julia, I want you to say the mantra that you say, but say it in Hungarian. Um. Köszönöm Mester szerelmem, Istenem, életem, könyörgöm foglalta az elmémet, testemet, lelkemet, kizárólagosan teljességgel örökkön örökké. That's it? Yeah, I didn't get any of that. I didn't even get raisins out of that. So, thank you. Thank you, my dear. So, if you were com combining yourself, you, you, you know, you were uh, having sex with a, with a partner, You would have them say, and you would say yourself, some kind of a mantra like that uh, during the sexual act. And that mantra would begin to take, energetically, take over the process. Now, even if they don't have the kundalini and they're they're saying the mantra, and you're, you have the kundalini and, and you're feeling the mantra, this will do very good things for them. This would be a very positive, positive, healthy thing to do for them. 
um, and it will propel them further into grace, further into grace. So in a sense, a certain level of balancing can occur. All right. Let's see. Yeah. All right. So I'm, did I miss anybody's uh, chat here? Let's see here. Da -da -da -da. All right. All right. All right. Good, good, good. So wings are a natural byproduct of Kundalini and do not limit yourself through your programming from society that says, oh, this can't happen. Where do you think? Well, okay, I got to say it differently. How do you think the physiological version of an angel came into being? Do you think just God made angels to look like hairless apes with wings? Really? Anybody? So how did an angel how do how did an angel look like a hairless guy without a penis, but with wings? Help me out there, Tina. No clue. Hey, Trosty, can you give me some help there? I have no idea. I saw the I saw an angel with a bow. Okay, all right. Alexander, what's your thought on that? One because one way, just like you said, maybe one way, uh, because we are one way at the earth and uh, in one leg at the earth and the other in the same time in uh, with the divine. Say, say it in German, please. Go ahead. Oh, uh, can I say it in Macedonian? <laughs> Macedonian, Macedonian, please, please, yes, uh, Macedonian is better. Thank you. Thank you. I, I kind of got what that was, what you were saying with that. Michael Fry, what's your take on that? Uh, I guess they would have had to have seen it or experienced it, I guess, to get the image of it. Yeah. Or perhaps in the ancient times when there wasn't TV, when there weren't cars, when there weren't radio waves, short waves, long waves, microwaves, and other kind of waves. And basically you had much more time to appreciate the the daylight and the nighttime and you could you could do different things during the day and different things during the night you had the time and the peace and the solitude to develop these skills and people would do that and because they're in the high highest high ethic and morality they knew that people would associate their appearance their appearance having wings with divinity and that it was given to them from their grace from the divine grace that we all have to appear 
to people in these ways, as long as the, the person appeared within the highest formats of morality and ethics, and as long as it was under the direct direction of divinity. Okay. Now you'll notice angels did different things in in in, in the ancient times. You know, you had God sicking an angel on certain groups of people, and you know, yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Saul seeing an angel on the road to Jerusalem, I think it was, or somewhere. You know what I'm talking about, everybody? Saul's this guy in the Bible, and he's walking across the desert and probably having a hard time in some way, shape, or form. And an angel appears to him and tells him to do certain things. Okay. That type of thing. That type of thing. Okay. This is what you have. This this is this is why I cannot stress enough the absolute majesty of of what you have, who you are. You have the wings coming out of your back. You're growing them like a monarch butterfly, only bigger. But you have to accept it. You have to to stop adhering to the programming of your scientific society. You have to stop listening to the scientists saying, no, no, no. Human physiological transformation is just not possible. It takes thousands and thousands of years for people to evolve into a certain way, and it's just not true. It's not true. Kundalini can, can transform you in, inside of a, a second. One second, you're, you look like Michael Fry. The next second, you're floating around like Jesus. No joke. I am not kidding. Okay. This is very important for you to understand. Very, very, very important. Because this is the quality of grace that we're talking about within you. Nobody else will talk with you about this. Not the scriptures, not the Christian scriptures, the, the Islamic scriptures, not, not even the Hindu scriptures, which go into a lot of these types of things. They don't talk to you about that. Okay. They kind of want to keep you in the dark to some degree. Because the priests have to have something to give to you or you they don't get fed. So <laughs> they got to give you these little morsels of information. Here you go. <laughs> all right so so wings are a real truth that it, that is currently happening to each and every one of you that is an actual kundalini activation it is part of the activation process it's also part of the awakening process okay it's a real thing and they're they're real ethereal physiological phenomena that you can feel them on your back Questions, comments, concerns about this? Any psychologists out there ready to defy me? Saying, oh, you don't know what the caduceus is. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. So, and then we have Henrietta says, Master, I believe we are the earth angels. I always felt this way. It's just, Henrietta, you're just such a new age girl. All right. So... <laughs> 
So I wanted to explain this. This is not something I've ever, ever talked about on this program. Um, I may have touched on it on the uh, uh, the radio show that I used to have. Um, oh, and I wanted to ask you guys. Do you want me to repost those radio shows? Some of them are still on YouTube already. Uh, Blog Talk Radio. But I have all of them. I have every single one. And I was wondering if there would be an interest in posting those on YouTube. I don't know. You know, feed the YouTube uh, artificial intelligence and maybe give him some good information instead of the bullshit that he's used to having. So I don't know. You guys give me some stuff on that. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Trusty and, and Jennifer. So I want to open it up right now to discussing some of your equations. So, so Daniel... How is your Kundalini equation going at this time? So you can go ahead and use the uh, the chat room if you if you if you prefer. Uh, Vincent, write down how how yours is going. Um, and anybody else? Oh, and also, I want to get an update on how your assignments are coming. Uh, Henrietta, when are you going to jump out of a perfectly wonderful airplane at sixteen thousand feet? I don't and, believe it's going to happen, Master Sergeant. Oh, so. then you're going to pay, pay, pay uh, for that. Let me explain. No, they don't there's have no any excuse jumping. that'll work. Master, well, they don't just do have it in Michigan it. because of the it, weather. It, I checked. It's called a bus. May. It's called Master, a bus. Master, they don't, there is no company that oh, they all stop in October until May because Michigan, it's cold and they don't do this. Well, they do I it all year round. Let's just take a flight to California, go over there to winters. <laughs> oh my gosh. Master, how am I going to do it? <laughs> I didn't say, I didn't say, be easy. I didn't say any of these things would be easy. You made the agreement I, to do it, and I fully expect you to do it within the Ma time. Master, the time pattern. I only obeyed you. Said here is your here is your consignment, and I said okay, master. But I'm sorry. I think either you're gonna change it for me, or you have to wait because there is no flying skydiving from October, uh, mid October until May in Michigan due to the weather that we have here. It's cold. Well, you know they what? don't that do this time. You're just gonna have to leave Michigan. Fly down I to am. Texas, master. Fly down, once fly down to Texas. <laughs> You think it's so easy? <laughs> it is. Yes, yes, it is. It is easy. Nah, the blockages that it. you put up are the only things that make it hard. You know what? Let me. I just need to have my freedom first in order for me to move. I still don't have my freedom, unfortunately. It's a quite long journey, but soon I'm going. Hopefully soon. Everything will be fine. So I don't know what you want to do with me, to be honest. Well, I just told you. Take a flight to what Texas. Take I a flight can't. to Texas. Take a bus to Texas. <laughs> Take a train to Texas. Hitchhike a, to Texas. I can't. I can't leave the stage, Master. I'm still you, not. Is, you know, there there are some languages where the word "can't" doesn't even exist. I, I want know. you. I want you to explore those languages, Master. Okay. Trust me, I would love to, but I don't know what to do here. To be honest with you, I gave I you the vow just, and. I've just given you all the alternatives you need to to consider. At the meantime, I can't do it. I'm sorry. My situation yes. will not allow yes. me. I'm serious. Yes. No, I'm <laughs> serious too. I know Listen, your situation. I have, I have, Henrietta, I have Henrietta, Henrietta, 
I know Jesus. your situation. I know all the freeloaders that are hanging out at your house and they can take over all the responsibility. <laughs> I am okay. not talking about um, about my ex to be. I have a court going on for the last four years, Master. I'm not joking. I'm yeah. serious. I am so, so tight. But I would love to if you want to wait. I don't have problem. I, I want to do it. I want to yeah. do it. Then do it. Stop making stop do? making excuses. That's the first thing I want you to do. Is stop making <laughs> excuses why you can't do it. And the second thing I okay. want you to do is just remove the word can't from your vocabulary. So that's number two. And number three, just, I want you to be part of can't. I want you to be part of the solution instead of part of the problem. I have been, but flying within it's not within happening. within the parameters of the instructions I gave you. When All I right. when I gave you those instructions, okay. So, be the solution. Don't be the blockage or the problem. Can I trade you for that? No, no, <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. Thank okay, you, I'm thank you. Okay, moving on thank to Medi Nasri. Medi Nasri, please uh, come on board here and tell us uh, how your assignment is coming. I have to sing the elevator music again. Okay, Medi's not listening. Yeah, yes, I, uh, I posted in the, in the group. I well, post, well, say it here. I haven't been on the group yet. No, uh, I mean in the chat. I said that I yesterday I oh. finally found someone uh, and waiting for their answer to get the six kilometers and a place where the itinerary can end, where there are date date uh, uh, palms <laughs> or trees, and even although sometimes people are kind of weirded out by these specific uh, requests, I just kept asking. And yeah, I feel that we just have to keep seeking and it's always possible. Well, isn't that nice? Excellent. Good, good. Continue and keep us updated on how things go with the camels. Normally, uh, by next week, if everything is good, I will be able to do it. All right. And I want you to, to, to uh, either compose or look into some of the ancient camel writing songs that they would sing as they crossed the desert, okay? And when you find one or you compose one, I want you to sing at the top of your lungs as you're riding the camel. Okay. All right, very good. Very good. Thank you, sir. Jennifer Parkinson says, you must test your wings. She says, plenty of places here in Florida. Welcome to visit. So there you go. She's got a place waiting for everybody here. <laughs> so Florida is a, is a, is a very very cool place in North America to visit. And the nice the nice, the thing about Florida is it's representative of a long dead ecosystem that Florida is only the remains of. And uh it's not going to be here that long. The, the state of Florida just won't be here that long and so I think it's important for people if they can get a chance to come to Florida to definitely come to Florida. Daniel is saying, let's see here I got it make sure yeah okay daniel is saying my kundalini equation has been going strong lots of geometric shapes upon my ceiling and i experienced the throat chakra activation recently just this morning i experienced a vivid image of a giant wolf or a dog 
came upon me aggressively. I remained calm, and you should have stuck your hand out and said, please bite me. I know. I know it sounds, you know, illogical to do that, but but if you're having a vision of a dog, uh, a wolf, a snake, a spider, let them bite you. That is the bite of grace. And the big test is for you to overcome your fear of that predator that you have in the physical state and allow the divine state of that predator to deliver its gift of grace upon you, typically through the bite. So you hold out your hand, you say, take me, I'm yours, and let them do whatever they want. It won't hurt you. It won't hurt you. So there you go, Daniel. Well done. Well done. I'm happy to to, to read of your uh of your of your promise here. So we got this, we got that. <laughs> what are you listening to when you write that, Michael Fry? Listening to what? Oh, the blog talk radios? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of those are like three hours long, so it, it, it takes a while. Um, okay, and so moving over to uh so Henrietta is just creating all kind of blockage. Uh Chris, did I give you a, an assignment, Chris Van Hoof? Did you want one? <laughs> okay. Michael Michael <laughs> I don't blame you. Did I give you one, Michael Fry, or is like yes. you know? What yeah, you, it, was what? A, it was a scuba diving. Oh yes, go on. Yep, yep. So we're shooting for the middle of December. Um, I just mailed my passports expired, so I had to get another picture. I just okay. mailed that off. So once that comes back, then I'll actually book the trip. So, so and, there's, and, there's and, some and dive in, sites in the Bahamas. In the Bahamas, <laughs> all... and so so even yeah. though even though Michael Fry, there are. There are great white sharks that, that go around the Bahamas. There are barracudas that go around the Bahamas. There are sperm whales that can eat you, swallow you whole uh, mm -hmm. around the Bahamas. You've decided to go uh, scuba diving in, in these in these waters, and you don't find any any reason to say, oh, no, I can't do this. My situation doesn't allow me to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the sharks cross my mind, but you know, let's just do it and whatever. If you know, if I get eaten, I get eaten. I guess. Well, you know, <laughs> just bring a toothpick and say, "Here's a toothpick." If you need it afterward. Yeah. Um, right. Uh. So. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 Well done. Well done, my friend. Well done. Thank you. Trusty, what did I give you to do? You said me to eat meat every meal. And have you? Yeah. Yeah. Or like every day. And yes, I like eat a lot of meat. And then you said 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 to me to go to hot water in Iceland. The hot water in Iceland. Yeah, and I've been looking like, are you talking about like the Blue Lagoon or a hot spring? A hot spring. Yeah, that's and like I the know... Blue Lagoon. That's like five minutes away from my home. <laughs> Blue really? Lagoon. And yeah. and how hot how hot is the water there? Uh, almost thirty seven forty. Is that hot? Degrees. Yeah, it's the same as the body temperature. Is it? 
the same as yeah. the bathtub? I mean, does it get as yeah. hot as a bathtub? Really? Yeah. But don't bring any soap or anything like that. Make sure you leave the water as clean as you can, okay? Okay. All right. Well, well done. Well done. Well done. And uh, Tina, what did I give for you to do? Uh, actually, you asked me to go to Ganges. From it's where just a second. Just a second. Where is he at here? Oh, shoot. Boom. Got it. Okay. Go ahead, my dear. Uh, you had asked me to go to Ganges from where it originates, you know, the inception. So, actually, uh, bad weather over here, landslides. <laughs> no excuse, but that's the fact. Really? Is there not a train that goes to the Ganges source? It goes, but landslides and, you know, they have all the... So we're I, just I, looking, we're looking at ease and complacency blockages like Henrietta, right? Why, why is it the girls are messing up this way? Let me tell you, it's because you're spoiled little girls and you're not looking at all the alternatives you're just taking the ones that are the easiest and then and if the ones that are easiest you know are, are being eliminated you don't want to do anything else am i right is that kind of like what it is you could take a bus you could take a taxi you could take a train you can ride a what are they an elephant right right yeah. Okay, all right. So let's a little, uh, more time then. No more time. I want you to keep doing it. Okay. I don't care about the weather. Just make sure you don't hurt yourself. Alexander, did I give you one? Yeah, the obstacle course. Uh ah, naked, the naked obstacle course, right? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot that part. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. I found um uh, there is a place in Germany there it is kind of obstacle course and there but there are more like ropes between the trees. And the people need to go up and uh, like do some kind of exercises, but they it's think, called, I, I don't. I, the the picture I'm getting is just brachiating, and I believe I mentioned this last time. Brachiating. I asked anybody if they knew what brachiating was, and brachiating is when you're in Africa, specifically the jungles of Ghana, uh, and you're in a tall tree, and there's a long vine hanging. You. You jump out like Tarzan on the vine. Can you give me a Tarzan yell? Alexander, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> okay, we need to work on that. Okay, so you, you do the Tarzan yell. You switch vines. At the end of the first vine, you switch to the second vine, and that takes you further across the jungle. Am I right, Apaya? It's like a bridge, master, between the trees. Bambango the... Friday. What?
I think he's got something going on there. Hello, is that? That's okay. It's okay. Hello, is okay, 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 I okay. I think you're having other conversations, but it's okay. It's allowed. Uh, so you say it's a bridge. So I want you to go ahead and set up a time when you can do that, okay? But I want you to be well rested. Well rested. So make sure you take a day off before you do it so you can just sleep in, lounge around, maybe maybe just sleep all day. <laughs> Catch up it's on a, your sleep. <laughs> it, okay? It's I, I understand. But it's not so uh, difficult because it's more like um, the, some kind of park in the wood that People go there and families and well, families. you know, I mean, I I didn't give you a degree of difficulty. I just okay. said an obstacle course. Okay. 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 So maybe you could try it blindfolded. That might make it a little harder. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Very good. So we'll add that into Thanks. it. Just make sure you have a blindfold on. There you go. All right. Moving onward. Bruno. Where are you, Bruno? Where are you, Bruno? Hi, Master. Hi, Master. Hi, Master. Oh. Okay. You got two things going on here, buddy. Uh, wait a second. Uh, now we won't have echo, I guess. Good. Good. Okay. What's your What's your challenge? It is to find the highest peak on the mountainous region where where I'll be moving to, and camp there for two nights alone. How's that going? Did you get your tent? Did you get all your camping gear? Did you get your big long machete? And are you ready to fend off all predators at a moment's notice? <laughs> I'm I'm not that far into the prepping, but first I'm in the process. I will be in the next uh, in the next weekend. I'll be starting to move to the to this new place and start moving things there. And I'm planning. Planning to once I'm settled there to start uh, working on getting uh, everything I need to make this happen. But Excellent. I would I will be there uh, next week. Excellent, excellent. Well done, well done. Uh, did I give you a challenge, Julia? Except you know, being here with me is probably enough of a challenge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. Very good. Anybody else that I gave a challenge to want to speak up and let me know how that challenge is? Okay, Apaya, go ahead. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. Um, you asked me to buy black tamale. To buy a black tamale? Really? Yeah. Yeah. But is it dependent? Black tourmaline. Tourmaline. Yeah. Is it dependent or the ordinary one? You can get it as a pendant. You can get it. Look, I, have I, think, I, think, I have to order it. I have to order it online. Michael Fry, can you show him some of that black tourmaline? You have that handy? I'd have to run inside and get it. Oh, okay. Never Looks mind. like Trusty might have some. Who? <clears throat> Looks like Trusty oh. has some. Trusty, oh, yeah. Take a look at that. Get it closer to the camera there, Trusty. There you go. That's black tourmaline. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, my friend. Trusty. Trusty. Ah, good. Good. <laughs> uh, I'll ask you to, I'll send you money to buy me some. Okay. All right. 
All right. There you go. Thank you, Zay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Apaya. Nice to see that you're Thank getting you, up to that. Um, anybody else want to talk about uh, Radu? Did you get a uh, a challenge? Aren't you supposed to swim out in the middle of the Black Sea and dive? It's about like, I think it's really close to the shore. It's like, uh, it's, I think it's slightly north of Bucharest on the shore of the Black Sea. And you swim out there, then you dive in. And there's a sunken castle, and I wanted you to, to just kind of meditate in the top of the sunken castle. Holding my breath, I suppose. Or you could do what Michael Fry's doing, get a scuba thing going there. It's just like, or a long, a long hose from a, from a boat. <laughs> would love to do that, Master. However, my current condition doesn't allow me to. Why are you in a hospital? Is this are you in a hospital right now? <laughs> Looks like it. No, uh, it's financial issues. Can't you just like sell your soul to Satan and then you know? <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. No, 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 no. You don't want to no, do that. No, never, never, never do that. Because no, master. But I'm working on it, solving the situation, and hopefully I'll be back on track. All right. Very good. Make sure it's legal. Legal solutions. All right. Very good. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. So it looks like the two women that I asked about their equation, they're not following through. Okay. They're finding reasons not to do it. Uh, there is one woman who did, Magali. She's working on that. What about you, uh, Jennifer? Did I give you a, uh, a challenge? Do I have to sing the music here? Did she just leave all of a sudden? Oh, there you are, Jennifer. <laughs> Did I give Sorry, you a challenge? I, yes, I had it on mute. Um, I am supposed to be swimming with the manatees, and that's in progress. The organization you told me to go to doesn't have it at this particular time. They have it in the winter. Um, but my boyfriend knows of another place that we can go swim, and he's said we probably won't see any though until later this year so yeah, I, i'm gonna I, try know, to i'm a little i'm a little i'm a little more uh cautious about this one and she's making me be cautious my kundalini is making me be a lot more cautious on this one because the there is so much predation that goes on in the lagoons of florida and I don't want you to be attacked by an alligator or a crocodile or a shark or whatever may be swimming. Because the bull sharks will go straight up the freshwater estuaries. So I'm going to modify this for you right now. Do they allow you to swim with the dolphins off of Florida anywhere? Well, I was going to say, I, I love the manatees. I would love to do it. And my boyfriend is, he's going to come with me and he's familiar with the spot. And, you know, so I think I'll be okay. All right. All right, then. I, now, the place I went to was off of Fort Myers and you rented a canoe and you could go out there and, you know, what the manatees do is they try to knock you out of your canoe. They, it's It's a little game they like to play. 
the 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 guide says oh they're scratching their backs on your canoe but these creatures are so big that i'm pretty sure the canoe is not giving them a worthwhile scratch so i'm sure it's just like let's see what we can knock these humans out of so <laughs> I love them. I actually rode on the back of a manatee like 20 oh. years ago, just spontaneously. Oh. It came to the beach. So I love them. I think well, they're there you go. There you go. They're just gentle, don't... but a little bit clumsy. Yes, for sure. Don't wear your spurs this time. Okay. No spurs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well done, Jennifer. Then, then continue as you see fit. Continue. Yeah. I, I had a, actually, uh, while I have you on, I wanted to ask about my own Kundalini equation because she's, she's kicking my ass right now and I'm getting a lot of, uh, shakes and, um, uh, anxiety, uh, like not, lots of different in the head not. pressure. There's such a ear pressure, like the vibration in my ears. I mean, I do hear tones and whatnot, but it's different. It's like almost painful. And, and, and when it increases, it's almost like I can't think. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's all. Are you keeping your tongue tip behind your upper front teeth? Mm-hmm. Yes. Good, good. Are you meditating with your eyes up towards the brow points? No. More or less. I've been no. doing more grounding no. meditation. No, okay. you're not doing it. You need to do that. <laughs> you need to look, okay. look right there. When you're meditating, okay. you need to do that for about an hour. Okay. Okay. I'm a little out of practice. It starts to uh, hurt a little yeah. bit, but I will. Yeah. Yeah. Do your best. Do your best with it. Um, okay. <clears throat> follow through on your commitments, whatever those may be in your life. Uh, mm -hmm. Follow through on your commitment to, to the Kundalini. That's the most important thing. That's the most important thing in your life. It goes beyond all other areas of life. So really follow through on whatever commitments you've made with the Kundalini, follow through with that. Allow that now with the phenomena that you're you're describing, these are all good phenomena. But they're 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 changes that are happening, happening, physiological changes that are happening. And you just need to let it occur. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is wrong. Do the meditation that I've just told you. Do the do the safeties if you haven't been doing the safeties. Uh, really, the, the safeties are one of the most powerful a set of practices you can do for the Kundalini, and and it's not you know I don't I don't want your head blown off. I don't want your head blown off. I want your head to grow the amazing crown of grace that it's growing right now. I don't you know so we don't want bombastic type of uh, phenomena. Now, it doesn't sound like you're at the moment getting that. What you're getting are smaller forms of transformative phenomena. And this is what you want to continue to have. It will get easier. The more you have it, the easier it gets. Because we we begin to form reference points for it. So it's like, oh, okay, I got the tone. Or, you know, sometimes you'll have your entire half of your head covered up like it's in a vacuum. You know, and you'll be going, oh, geez, there goes half my hearing right there, you know, and you'll feel like you, you're inside of a bubble. You just let it be. Let that occur. Nothing is happening that is detrimental to you. You have to remember and trust your Kundalini. She's got this going. She has you in hand. Okay, she knows what she's doing with you, and she's doing great, Jennifer. But 
I want you to work on your ethics. I want you to work on your morals. I want you to work on your commitments. I want you to work on your surrender. And that includes the hour, the eyes up, hour long meditation. Okay. You understand, my dear? Go I ahead. Do. And sw- swim with the manatees. Uh, go ahead and set that up. Blessings and grace to your to your boyfriend. Uh, with you, when you guys are mingling, say the mantras. Say the mantra that you feel your kundalini resonates the best with. If you don't have one, I'll give you one. Okay. This okay, goes for I all. will. This goes for all of you, by the way. If you don't have a mantra, I'll give you the mantra. You just got to let me know. Okay, and Vincent, Vincent informs us. There's okay. Vincent informs us that the old blog talk shows are still on YouTube. There you go. Some of them are, not all of them, but some of them are. Uh, Najmi says, I didn't get any challenge. I'm afraid to get one. <laughs> My life has so many challenges right now. Uh, Najmi, where are you? I can't see you. Show me your beautiful self, Najmi, wherever you are. Are you even here? I'm looking here. Anybody see? No, there she is. Najmi, give me a picture, not a painting. <laughs> All right. So she's. I'm in a dark room with my child. Okay. All right then. Um, where are we at here? All right. Cole, did you want a challenge, Mr. Cole? The uh, there he is. Yes, please. Oh, seriously? Okay. All right. So. How are your physical skills? Uh, just one second. Okay. All right. All right. Turn your camera on when you can. Uh, they're okay. Just okay then. Okay. I mean, are you uh, are you in good shape? Uh, fairly decent shape. Well, as I was in high school, my peak physical shape. So I could could be in better shape. But yeah, can you swim across that lake that you took Julia to? Um, <laughs> probably not. But uh, I could look into it, the the math. Isn't there? Isn't there? Is it? Is it? Uh, there, is it isn't, isn't I know there's there a, a lake. Cold, so, so oh, there's hyper. Yeah, don't worry about the cold. The Kundalini will take care of that. Um, isn't there a lake there near you called Ogopogo? Or uh, near Lake Okanagan, there's the Ogopogo there, which oh. is their Loch Loch Ness monster. Okay, I I want you to go swimming in that lake. Right. I want you. To, I want you to call Ogopogo for a visit, and because you have Kundalini, and Kundalini is such a rare thing, and Ogopogo is a real thing, but it's also rare. You might have a very interesting meeting. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I got to figure out logistics because it's about six or seven six hour hour drive from here. But um, 
make it a weekend and rent a car, rent a car so that you don't use up the miles on your, on your own personal vehicle. And that way, if Ogopogo eats you and they say, oh yeah, there's the rental car, they'll know who it was. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> how, right, how far, how far into the lake for an interaction like that? The Indians used to drop uh, deer carcasses and stuff like that into the lake to 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 appease Ogopogo. Um, I, I think you should just do your research. And if it's if the water's too cold, I don't want you to go in. You can go in on a boat, or you can just hang out. Maybe do a meditation on a canoe out there. Okay, but I don't want you to risk your life per se. Oh, there's Najmi. Okay. Yeah, I don't want you to risk your life. I want you to make a sincere effort to put your hands in the water. Actually, here's what you do. Okay, watch my hands. You rub them together like this. Okay. This creates a ball of light in the palm of your hand. This is why you see some healers doing this before they lay their hands on it. It's not just to get your hands warm. Okay, it creates a ball of light, especially if you go in a circle like, like that. Okay, so there's that. And then I want you to do this with your fingernails. You see that? Yep. Do that for about 10 seconds. Okay. Then put your hands in the water and call... Say, my Kundalini, please bring Ogopogo for a visit. Okay? That's all you okay. got to do. That's all you got to do. Okay. Bring a friend. Bring a friend if you can. If you have a friend that will come. If not, then I'll have Julia take a flight up there and you can take her. <laughs> <laughs> but I want you to, to video it if you can. Um, Let's get a little evidence. Okay. I'm, Ogopogo exists. Tessie, the Tahoe monster, she exists as well. Uh, all of these things exist. They're just, they just challenge science too much. Uh, I have a stepfather who went really deep in, into Lake Tahoe. And, you know, he got, he gathered a lot of footage about the Tahoe Tessie Lake monster. And, uh, Plenty of people saw it. Uh, law enforcement had seen the, the creature. Postal workers like like Alexander had seen the creature. Uh, plenty of people saw it. He gathered all the evidence to it and presented it to the University of California. And then the federal government stepped in mm. and took it all away. Okay. So these things exist, but they just challenge the status quo too much. And they challenge the, the assumptions of science and evolution and all of that stuff way too much. Because how are they going to explain a dinosaur in a freshwater lake at 19,000 feet? Right? And Ogopogo is a very similar creature. Lake Baikal has their creature. There's a creature on the east coast of the United States. I forget what they call it. Um, I don't think the Great Lakes has one. 
but I could be wrong. It's because it's a very the Great Lakes are fairly shallow. Uh, you need you need a, a lake with some depth, and of course we have the Loch Ness uh, person Nessie there. Uh, so this is a, and then there's one up in uh, Finland as well in a lake above Finland, and another one in the in the western portion of Russia. Plus in Africa, you have the uh, the one on the Congo River, which has eaten people, uh, but it typically it's just very protective of its territory it doesn't like you to infringe on its territory so uh, but that's the next place that michael fry is going to be scuba diving so we'll we'll see how that goes. <laughs> get it get it get it <laughs> as long as i can bring a spear gun we'll, we'll be okay i'm not sure that would be helpful <laughs> okay cole do you have it all right yes i will it might take a bit of time to get the time I'll give you, that, but I will give you up. Sure. Give me a timeline. Well, we're coming into winter. Um, you know, I've worked with you for so long, Cole. I've known you for so long. I'm just going to let you set your own timeline on that. Okay. You know, the area, you know, the, you know, the environment, you know, the weather patterns. Okay. Okay. I, I remember as a kid, I was really interested in Ogopogo. Ah, and, excellent. and I would, I would like hope to see Ogopogo, but I was also like, oh, this could be terrifying too if I did see You might want to take Trosty. You might want to take Trosty with you, the Sun King. You know, some some of these things are attracted to light and he has a lot of light. So you know, you can cool. you can you guys can talk about that. I, I mentioned right. it to Julia when I when she was visiting. How did she respond? Um in acknowledgement of it and acceptance of it yeah <laughs> of ogo folks some interest julie do you remember that it's a big deal it's actually a big deal i mean lake okanagan has an entire economy wrapped up around ogopogo They've got restaurants, uh, very similar to the Love Weave phenomena in uh, where Magali's going. Magali's going to go to this lake. She's going to dangle herself as bait for Love Weave to make a visit for her. And, you know, if you look up Love Weave, Magali, you have some of those pictures there in the house? Take your camera over there if you're using your camera here. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. This is the real deal. This has been happening for centuries all over the world. Okay, get a little closer, hon. A little closer, a little bit closer there. This is a half serpent, half woman creature that lives in these in these in these waters. Uh, this is uh, Lavuive, and they have a whole economy around Lavuive in uh, eastern France and western Switzerland. So these things are real. These things are, and I'll tell you what. I bet you know, like some of these places in 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 Russia or Ukraine. I'm sure there are other ones that we don't even know about. If you look at the idea of a of a 30 foot saltwater crocodile, well, this is not that far off of off of the realm of scientific possibility. Thank you, Magali. Thank you. Thank you. So two of you are going in for this type of a, uh, what do they call them? Uh, cryptid, cryptid exploration. So let's see how that goes. 
Um, I wouldn't mind in, 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 you know, involving Michael Fry with this as well, if, you know, if time and, and resources allow. So I like the Bahama trip that he's planning though. And I want that to, to take place. If you find a, a doubloon, I want it. <laughs> you know what a doubloon is, right? A doubloon, it's a gold coin. All right, all right. Oh, well done, Cole. Okay, so let's see how that goes. Anybody else Thank you. Thank you. not have a challenge that they want to have a challenge? Chris Van Hoof. How's, your, parach how's your parachuting skills? <laughs> <laughs> I did it with the army. <laughs> so it's 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 passe there it's like today, yeah. <laughs> with a whole with a whole platoon from out of the <laughs> right on okay all right all right how about david david you want did i give you one david are you awake david may not be awake okay all right jordan would you like one sir jordan of england Is Jordan awake? Right. All right, then. <laughs> I think we've covered this enough. All right. So uh, to backtrack a little bit, uh, the wings are a real deal. When you look at the caduceus, see your spine within the activated or awakened state. The caduceus is your spine. Matter of fact, if you can go online, go to Amazon or somewhere and, and get a Caduceus. Uh, my book has Caduceuses all over it. Uh, get a Caduceus. This is the badge of Kundalini, not a medical anything. This is the badge of Kundalini. So get yourself a nice silver. And if you can get a Caduceus that's silver on the left side and gold on the right side with the, you know, the, uh, the Ida and the Pingala, so the Ida would be uh, silver, the Pingala would be gold. If you can do that, you find probably won't be able to find one. You'd have to make one to do it that way. But uh, if you can do that, get a Caduceus. Get a Caduceus. If you have to get a tattoo, like I know when women get into their like 30s and 40s, they're like they don't feel like they're pretty enough anymore. So hey, I'll I'll get a tattoo, you know, and they make this huge mistake. They put this cancerous looking tattoo on themselves. Uh, but if you're gonna get, <laughs> if you're gonna get a tattoo, make it a small caduceus. Okay. All right, everybody. All right, all right. I think that's very that that would be a very, very good if I were gonna get a tattoo, that's the one I would get. Okay. All right, moving on. Along with St. Teresa of Avila, who had this instant levitation problem due to her wings, her wings were well-developed because of her prayer work. So as you look into the idea of prayer, and you're always asking for something, but what about giving? What about a prayer of givingness? Giving part of the solution rather than just laying it all on divinity and going okay do all the work for me what about actively giving a prayer of giving 
of you giving. Okay. So I'm just looking at, say, I look at VJ here. So what about, you know, once a month sitting down for half an hour and give a prayer of your energy? And so this is how you do it. You you key in to your divinity. You key into your kundalini. Key in means you ask your kundalini to be present and you do this. Boom. Some of you are sensitive enough that you'll literally, when you do the Gaia Mudra right here, boom, you'll feel the energy go from the base of your spine up over the top of your head. And it's active right now. It's like flipping a switch. Okay. So this is what you do. So boom, it's active. I feel it right now. It's like a flush that comes through. You're sitting in your meditation chair or on the floor in full lotus or half lotus or whatever lotus or non-lotus. Non Easy pose is probably the best as far as I'm concerned, but okay. So you're seated in a comfortable position where you can do a meditation and you breathe in and you hold the breath for seven seconds. So you breathe in, 1,001, 1,002, 1,003, 1,004, 1,005, 1,006, 1,007, and you exhale. Now, here's the magical part. When we breathe in oxygen, okay, we breathe it into our lungs, and the lungs transpose that, it takes the oxygen in, and it breathes the carbon dioxide out. Carbon dioxide is an energy that the trees and all the plants and everybody needs to survive. Carbon dioxide. And they take that in and they release the oxygen. So this is your cycle of pranic life that you have going. When the human activated kundalini person breathes in the air and holds it for seven seconds, it changes the air from a, 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 a mixture of oxygen, nitrogen, argon, uh, and, and another uh, exotic gas. Uh, it changes that combination of gases into a plasma. And that is an energized form of gas, almost like a... Uh, oh, It's like a fog of burning energy. Okay. You can't see it because you're not, your, your eyes aren't designed to see those frequencies. But your Kundalini, your third eye, can see it. So as you exhale that plasma wave, you give that to the Kundalini. I give that to you, my Kundalini, for the work that you want to do in any way you wish. This is my gift to you, beloved Kundalini. Okay? You understand? And so you breathe in, you hold for seven seconds, you breathe out, and you give that to grace. It's Nobody prays and gives back to Kundalini anywhere. Nobody gives to God. They're always asking for God to give to them. Gimme, 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 gimme. Right? Gimme. How many of you have ever given to your grace? Raise your hand. 
That's how you give to grace. Also, selfless service gives to grace as well. I don't know, Henrietta. I'll 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 tell you how to activate the hands when you tell me the solution to your challenge. Oh yes, oh yes. We have to get down to these these lower levels to get through egotistical blockages. Moving over to Najmi. <laughs> Najmi, are you there? Najmi and child. Alright, okay. Najmi, do you want to challenge Najmi? Is that a yes? Is that a no? Is that a maybe? I'll accept all three of those. Ah, I'm afraid. Well, then I think you should have a challenge so that your fears can be faced and you can gain strength through the facing of those fears and the trusting of your grace. Look what I'm doing with Cole. Cole and Magali are being dangled as bait for these huge lake monsters to come and partake of. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I only they're they're only doing that because they're the sweetest people. Okay. Sweetest tasting. All right, so <laughs> all right. Uh Najmi, I'll give you a, a challenge here. Okay, all right, all right. Najmi, this is an easier challenge here because this is new for you. So I want you to find a tree. I want you to climb up into the tree. And I want you to meditate in the tree for 21 minutes. Okay? That's what I want you to do. If you have a spouse, I want you to tell him you just... It's a new form of exercise. <laughs> Maybe you could do it. When the spouse is not there, if that would, you know, cause you a problem. But that's your challenge if you should so take it, okay? There you have it. All right, my friends, enough of the challenges now. I want all of you to partake of the prayer session that we have on Saturdays. Uh, Julia was getting a very clear indication that we need to continue to do these prayer efforts. We can't always just ask for solutions. And during these prayers, um, we're going to do the breathing that I just described to you. We're going to form those plasma waves and we're going to give that to Grace for to, to help her. This, this, this is not original. This is not coming from my, my originality, Kundalini, whatever. This is part of the Huna, the ancient Polynesian technique of having your prayers answered, actually answered, not figuratively, not hopefully, but actually answered. And this will be a good practice for you. This will be a very good practice for you. So so we got Tina. You know, we got Tina. She's got a spoiled little brat of a child who is not uh, allowing people to teach her anything. You know, she, she's 14 or 13, and therefore she knows everything, right? 
so Tina could do this prayer for the benefit of her child, and she would feed that 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 plasma, that Kundalini grace filled plasma, into her prayers to the divinity, to the high self, or to Kundalini Shakti, actually, and that would eventually begin to to help the child take an interest in learning rather than blocking it okay this can happen for you now you know you you want like magali magali wants a red sports car she she wants a red sports car so bad she can just taste it she's just willing to do anything to get the red sports car and, and so she can like you know envision the red sports car ask the kundalini to to help her with it and insert that plasma wave into the prayer. And, and then we'll see what happens with that. But I know she, I was just kidding about her one. She already has a brand new car. So. <laughs> All right. Julia is telling me we received donations. Uh, we received donations to PayPal, Chris Mitchell, 369 at yahoo.com. Your contribution allows us to keep up with the weekly Zooms and put food on the table. Uh, thank you in advance. It also helps me to move. I'm I'm having definite challenges of my own, like Radu is having with financial challenges. I have to move my trailer 300 miles to the north. And it's a 50-foot-long trailer, a 48-foot-long trailer, and it's from 1957, so close, uh, close to my age. And I've got to have it pulled up there. So if you think if, if the grace within you compels you to, to make that contribution, then we're Julian are, are very, very much in appreciation and all the other private students, because for me to do this work, I need to have a space for me to have space. I need to not freeze to death for me to not freeze to death. I need to be able to move that trailer up to the property because here in Sonoma County, it's, it's a resort area, and so there's really no place for me to be in Sonoma County anymore, so I, I can't afford it. It's just way too much. So that being the case, if your grace compels you to contribute, as some of you have already done, and I appreciate all of you for doing that, then please do so. Also, you can buy the books at Amazon.com. It's called Wild Kundalini, and We Swim in the Sun. And we also have uh, notebooks that Julia has designed. And we have a children's coloring book, I think, that's coming out. It's almost done. Currently, uh, Julia and I are packing and get everything moving. But when we're not doing that, uh, there's the opportunity for us to work on the safeties. And I know that book is, that's the high priority, is the book on the safeties. And I have to, you know, I have to buckle down and get that thing out as well. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. I know this is a shorter Zoom, but uh, Apaya asks, can that prayer work if the one praying is not activated? Yes. Yes, it can work for, for people who are not activated as well. Okay. Once again, that is a Huna technique. Huna. And it's put forth by, if I can see the books. You guys want to know? 
no okay it's all right then anyway so that's that's a <laughs> yeah the are, how old are your kids mike the oldest is 21 and my youngest is six. Oh, the six-year-old would love it yeah the yeah. six-year-old would yep. love it for sure yeah wow wow yeah, okay. they'll love it yep looking forward to Ju it Ju julia how far are we from that from that coloring book Well, we're still working on the description part. Is that, is that the last thing that we have to do? Oh, we'll be done with that tonight, Michael Frank. Tonight. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we'll see. Come on, let's be part of the solution. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, oh, and Najmi's kids would love it too. So that's great. That's good to hear. Okay. Any questions, comments, concerns, complaints about uh, your equation or anything of that nature? Now is the time. Now is the time. Any question that you want, any question that you have about your Kundalini, now is the time. Hello, everyone. Okay, go ahead, uh, Bryce. I'm a late joiner. I just wondered if um, vocal Koreas can happen at any yep. time because I've been singing nonstop and I can't seem to stop singing. Yeah, they, they can definitely happen. Uh, typically, the, spont the spontaneous ones will be more of a shout or a scream uh, or a, like a bark like a dog does or something of that nature. It won't typically be singing. Okay, but uh, I'm not going to put singing out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, I mean, it comes pretty naturally to me to begin with, but it's just been overwhelming me for hours and hours and hours. Well, then there you go. Follow I'm that. Yeah, I'm going with it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you're Thank welcome. You. Nice to see you all. Follow that up. I, you know, I mean, when I was two, I was a constant singer too. So I understand. I understand where that's coming from. All right. Anybody? Anybody else have a question or a comment or a concern? Mm -hmm. Yes, Magali. Yes. Okay, back it up, Magali. Back it up. Lower the volume. Is it good? Yeah. Yeah, um, it's just that uh, this morning I had a dream about. Um... You know what to do. I had a dream. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Go ahead. Um, in the dream, um, it was about me levitating. Um, I don't know if I should say the whole dream or so. I wonder if that's because the Kundalini knew you were going to talk about this, or if it's showing progress, or or if I should tell the whole dream for you to know. Or... Am I in it? No. Okay. Um, what would make you? Th uh, why wouldn't you want to say it? Are you naked? Uh, no. No. Are you doing are you doing bad things? No, I don't think I was doing bad things. So go ahead. Tell yeah. it if you're so, if you feel uh, if you feel comfortable. Yeah, what I remember is uh, I was at the pool. Uh there was Aziz. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I thought uh, okay, I'm gonna try and dive. I'm gonna try and dive into the pool. I haven't done that for a while. So I I take like a 
I, I try to dive into the pool, but then I, instead of diving, I just jump into it. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, I didn't do it properly or, and I think oh, no. I was going to, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to try and dive this time. And I think I went outside of the, out of the pool, but I was, I was not on the ground. I was like levitating a bit. And I, as I was walking around the pool, I was still levitating. And I was thinking, oh, that's, that's, that's maybe, that must be another, a new Siddhik skill that the Kundalini has given me that I can, that I'm levitating like this, that I'm not on the ground. It's a new, a new Siddhik skill that the Kundalini has given me. So, so explain, uh, to, explain to me what, what occurred again with that. Because I was levitating. Well, as you were as you were as you were in the air in the dive or where? I was going round the pool. Yeah. But instead of walking, I was levitating. So you were you were levitating around the pool. Yes. But not in the water. That was after first I jumped into the water. I came out of the water, and that's when I started levitating. And were you going around the water in a clockwise fashion? Yes. Hmm. And I was going to try and dive again. I wrote yeah, the yeah. So that's that's the thing. That's the thing I want you to do. Uh, all of next week, if if you're if it's open to you to do that, I know that sometimes you share lanes in a pool, and so. But if you have a lane to yourself, I want you to dive in but i don't want you to dive deep i want you to do a shallow dive so if you're standing here on the side of the pool to a shallow dive you go like this you dive out and you almost land on your belly you keep your your whole body straight so you kind of come into it like that a deep dive you do this i don't want you to do a deep dive that can that can paralyze you okay Yes. Uh, if you're talking about the if you're talking about the pool at the gym, they won't let me do that because the water is is shallow. I mean, the it's the shallow. water is not uh, is is up here. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay then. Where were you diving in the dream? Uh, I was. Uh, I don't know. It was a pool. There was a. There was a. The thing where where you can dive from. I don't want you to dive in a pool that is less than. Let's see. That is less than three meters deep. Mm -hmm. Okay, don't dive mm -hmm. unless you know how to do a shallow dive. I could dive in a pool uh, where it's just up to here, like you say, but that's because I know how to do a shallow dive right no most people don't know how to do a shallow dive and they do a deep dive and they hit their their head mm -hmm. and their neck and all these things so don't do that all right very good uh as far as the meaning of the dream is is she wants you to dive into the pool <laughs> going around clockwise and meditation means she wants you to to take a moment meditate on it and heal heal that blockage to it 
And you might even just walk around the pool once just to, to replicate that the next time you have the opportunity in a pool that is deep enough. You understand? Yeah. And I remember I was thinking, uh, but that's probably my ego. I was thinking, oh, I'm a fun girl. I do these type of things. Um, I haven't done that for a, for a while, but I, I'm a fun type of girl because I do those things, diving. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. all right all right all right so that's what i want you to do i want you to find a pool where you can do it then i want you to do it and i want you to to do a shallow dive remember a shallow dive okay all right anybody else question comment concern about your kundalini process what may be happening with you are you doing work with other people are you helping the poor? Are you helping people spontaneously? Are you driving by somebody who is having a hard time and you're just walking on by or driving on by? Or are you stopping? Are you helping? Are you lending a hand? Um, <laughs> good, good, good to know, Bryce. <laughs> it's true. It, hurts. it does happen. It hurts. Yeah. yeah, yeah, be careful with that. It's right it. at the tip, like it's right there. That's right. It'll get in. Oh. It'll get infected if you keep fingering it. So don't finger nice it. Thing. Yeah. I I, I have a, an Instagram comedian from Japan that I follow, and weirdly, in her video, the, the day it started, she was complaining about her nose hurting, and she was pointing at it in exactly the same spot. It's very strange. May, may or may not. I mean, it is but, strange, but yeah, it's a, it's a weird scab. It's not a normal scab. You just let it be. Let it be. Any more insight there? Like, does, does, what is it? What is it? What is going on, Chris? It's the termination point of the Ida or the Pingala, the, the long, long conduit of Kundalini. It terminates right there and right there. So Amazing. that's what it is. And that means that that termination point is being stimulated. So you're getting a little more energy. Feels and that, way. that physiological response to that is going to be some pain, mm -hmm. some pain and some inflammation. Mm -hmm. So just let it be. Let it be. You don't. You know. You don't have a ginormous booger in there or anything. So just leave it alone. Thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again. All right. Good. 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 Alexander, what were you going to say, sir? I had a dream also after um, Scatterfield. It was me calling my father, and I'm telling him that I'm coming home in Macedonia. I found like 20 minutes flight from here to there, and then I'm going fast, like in that context. Maybe you need to visit him. Have you considered that? Yeah, I have holiday one week in November. Uh, normally scheduled from the work, but maybe I can try to post, uh, like to do that earlier if I listen, eat alone. listen listen i want you to sacrifice your challenge the time you're going to take to do the challenge the obstacle course and i want you to put that in to visiting your father book book the journey make the flight you won't be able to stay long but you'll be able to you know maybe have dinner or whatever with your family okay Okay, okay. I was thinking it maybe it is connected because 
um, one year or more more than one year ago, I uh, asked Kundalini when I was working in a gas station, like, what's next? Should I, uh, until when I, because I was struggling those periods of time. And I think that was during the Shakti part. And I had a dream how I'm at a faculty in Macedonia and I'm filling the papers. And uh, later, then I asked again about the similar thing and I had the same dream. And I was thinking if maybe this is somehow connected with that or maybe not. Do you feel the connection with that? Honestly, I don't know. Do you feel like? I mean, why did it come to you that there could be a connection there? Why do you think that would have occurred? Because I'm preparing to get the money to buy a small camper car, mini camper van car, and then go to Macedonia and do the faculty that I left, that I didn't do until the end. Is your father supportive of that? Actually, no. <laughs> he wants you to keep your job? He wants to keep my job and he wants to come in Germany also. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think keeping your job and making money is not a bad thing because without the money in this society, it's hard to get things done. Okay. You can still save the money and buy the car. You just don't need to leave the the job. Understand? Yeah, but then it's like I'm postponing again the thing that Kundalini gave me in a dream that I need to go almost. Well then then there's no there's no question about it. You you will need to go. No question. No question about it. Don't even don't even hesitate. Just put as much money together as you can, get the car. Whatever money is residual, use that to to buy the extremely expensive gas from Germany to to Macedonia, and there you go, my friend. Okay, I understand. Okay. And then I had another dream. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I was in a small. I was in the middle of the city center, kind of underground metro park, and it there was two big camper vans parked with the door open. They were white, they were beautiful and modern and really beautiful and nice. And there are a lot of people going around. But I need to pee. <laughs> and I I'm somehow uh the vans, the door of the vans are open. I, I don't want to leave them. I don't, I don't want to leave er, er, everything there between those people that are going around them. But I need to pee somewhere that go, like I need to leave them in order to I, I go to pee. Did you? Did, did you pee? Mm, I don't know. I think oh, no. Okay. I think no. It, it, that has to do with our how we treat our 
how we treat ourselves. We are the holy temple. We are that brick chapel, that brick cathedral. We are that holy space. And even with Kundalini, even the water that we release into the environment is infused with Kundalini, infused with grace. It is, people should be taking showers in the urine of Kundalini activated or awakened people. I mean, seriously, they should be using it in hospitals as a as a salve, but they don't, you know, because you know we we don't respect the uh, the uh, the fluids that we give off. Uh, of the body and i think it was known that you would bring this up to me and that i would respond in this way and you need to understand that one of the reasons why ut urine therapy is so popular uh in in places where the ama isn't really as dominant as say here in california uh ut is a very popular way of healing healing uh, skin issues healing hair issues uh, drinking the urine the first thing in the morning, mixing it with apple juice, and then and and having that is an extremely beneficial effect on people. But because it's considered dirty by the Elizabethan and the Victorianism-based programming that uh, people have gone through within the last 50, 60 years, uh, it's frowned upon and, and, and even ridiculed to, to the point where People won't listen to it. People won't do it. But people still do it. People still do it. How many of you have, have had your own urine? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And a lot of a lot of people who are really, really healthy people do that. And that's one of the reasons that they stay healthy. Uh, your pee in the dream was indicative of this, this beautiful torrent of grace that you have coming out of you and the the actual brick and, and mortar uh, building in the dream was representation of you. People coming into it, you should probably close the doors, maybe set some timelines, but people coming into it are basically your coworkers, your family, strangers who've left a, a touch of energy on, on your person because you're a postal worker, you're absorbing the energies of a lot of the mail that you even touch. Okay. So you need to be aware of that and keep your, if you're not wearing the black tourmaline, I do suggest that you do that just by virtue of the job that you do. To buy one. Yeah. Make sure you get some of that. Oh, All right. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Thank turn you. that mic off. You're welcome. Thank you're you welcome, much. my Thank friend. Anajmi says, I grow in Muslim family and I can't even think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they'd let you climb a tree. Okay, never mind. Uh, let's see. Nat Mehdi says, I, yes, I've been stumbling upon perfect strangers a lot lately, just helping and not being attached. Well done, my friend. You, Mehdi, I have to really compliment you on the work that you've been doing and the, the focus that you've been maintaining. Uh, well done. Well done, my friend. Keep it going. You're doing great. You're doing really well. All right. Uh, anybody else have something they want to add into this uh, conversation right about now? It can be anything um, that pertains to your Kundalini. Yes, I want to say something. I had a very tough week, not sleeping a lot. And 
a lot of uh, you know cricket noises and getting early up one thirty or two o'clock. And then I felt that I had to do yeah, the meditation one and a half hour with uh, headstones to uh, get it more uh, easily. Uh, uh, what stone? Heads, headstones, stones with the headphones on. Oh, <laughs> you mean you're really, you're listening to the Rolling Stones with headphones on? No, 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 no. Uh, the, uh, uh, 262 hertz and uh, all different kinds of tones I was doing and the meditation because it was so hard, you know, the tinnitus that I had getting awake. Why do you just follow your breath during meditation? Let that be the only sound you hear. Mm -hmm. These, 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 these so-called solfeggio frequencies and all of this, you know, these are shortcuts. These are shortcuts so you don't have to learn the skill of getting into a deep state. You just like pop your headphones on. It's like, it's like, no, 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 no. If you're going to listen to headphones, then listen to some sacred chanting. Listen to uh, what's that woman that I always like to talk about. Uh, oh, shoot. Help me out there, Julia. What's your name? Deva Pramal. Deva Primal, thank you. Listen to some Deva Primal music. You know, if you're going to do that, don't believe what they're telling you on YouTube as far as these tones will activate your kundalini. They will clean the earwax out of your ears. They will make your hair grow. Your eyesight will increase. No, no, no. It's bullshit. It's just a way. <laughs> it's just a way for them to get you to click on their site. That's all it is. It's clear. Well, I, I, I was just for doing to masking the tinnitus sound, you know, it was so hard. And I was going from left to right again in my head. The only the only one that has really a lot of sci uh, scientific really has a lot of proof to it is the hemisync. Listen to the hemi. He's got it to music now. So, you know, you got one pitch here, another pitch there, and they come together and they form a 40% whole brain scenario. But I'm not sure that's going to get you to sleep. And I'm not sure that's going to put you into a a uh, <clears throat> a meditative state. Uh, Robert Monroe did a lot of experiments on the different brave wave frequencies, he even put a synthesizer together so you could like, you know, do the alpha brainwave, beta brainwave, you know, all of these things. Uh, but I want you to envision yourself, Chris Van Hoof, especially you, you know, with your experiences. I want you to envision yourself in a cave. Now, you heard me. I got all kinds of noise here. Mm. I got, I got, I got cars. I got motorcycles. I got dogs. I got Mr. Crow. Oh, my God. You want noise? So, <laughs> so you just follow your breath. And here, let me help you with that. Let me come over here with this thing here. You just do this over and over and over and over. Over and over and over. This is what you do. This is how you learn to do it yourself. You are a breather. You I know. know you have, yeah, you you follow certain breathing techniques and you get very specific results. So this is no different than that. Mm -hmm. I just really want to get people away from 
using artificial uh, stimulus to reach internal states uh, that you can reach naturally if you're alone, naked in a cave or a forest or a jungle or something that you can teach people if the electricity goes out and we don't have electricity, what are you going to do? What, what are you going to do with these? these? These just become, you know, ear warmers in the wintertime. So, so I really, that's this is what I propose. I propose that you go internal instead of using external to go internal, use internal to go internal. Does that make sense to you? It makes sense to me, but it was, you know, it started uh, two days before the full moon and it was getting louder and louder because I didn't sleep much around three or four hours a night was all. How much, how much, uh, what time do you get up in the morning typically? Uh, the earliest thing was one thirty or... No, 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 normally, what time normally, do you get up in the morning? It's all the time between three and five. And then you're up for the day? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, good, good. So get up at five. And do you work hard? Do you do a lot of physical work? Do you walk? Do you run? Do you drive? I, do you uh, I do the meditation, but then I go to, uh, I, oh, I do my Kundalini Yoga three times a week. and But I go uh, also to swim to temper the noise in my ear. And uh, in the, from seven till then I do sports and then I go home and then I prepare for uh, uh, my work. You run. Swim. Do you run? No, I can't do because I have uh, a little bit back problems. I, I do uh, one hour on the, uh, in the gym with uh, a cross trainer. Just a second. Do you have a dog? I went out with two dogs today from a, from a friend. <laughs> I want you to walk a dog for three miles. That's an, a mile and a half out and a mile and a half back. And if you do that every day, you'll have no problem sleeping in addition to the other things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. You see, I mean, our physical bodies have to have a level of physical hard work in order to process the sugars that the food that we eat creates within us, okay? In order for the digestive tract to do what it needs to do, we have to work hard. We have to have physical labor of some sort. Um, for me lately, it's been moving and packing, although the, the last couple of days, it's been just dealing with the heat here it's been like 90 almost 100 degrees here which is difficult it's not so bad today um so but i do also but, the the weight lifting you know after the you know i do first weight lifting and then do the cross hand or uh, three times i do uh i swim one kilometer two today i swam in the lake it was only 16 degrees because it was hot uh <laughs> Good for you. That, uh, that's great. I wish I had that lake near me. Mm -hmm. um, keep swimming, but don't swim slowly. Swim fast. No, I, I swim very, uh, I breathe in deep 
and I breathe out again through the mouth, breathing very deep, and again with the mouth all the time. Even people get annoyed at the gym to me that I breathe too loud. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you give them the finger for that one. No, um, but but I think that you need to walk more. That's what she's showing me. She's showing me you walking with a dog a mile and a half out and a mile and a half back or further if you can. Mm -hmm. I, I was doing also a lot of walking during uh, this week uh, on uh, white sand and in the lake also. I live near a fresh lake here, one, two kilometers away from me and uh, I'm going to do more grounding technique also, and uh, I, I'm going to do some, uh, I think, also. kind of want you to get out of your head, though, Chris. Mm. Okay. I want you to get out of your head and into your lower body, like your feet, your calves, your knees, mm -hmm. uh, your, your tailbone. I want you to, like you say, ground, but I want you to ground physiologically, not metaphysically. I want you to ground with it. If you if you live next to that lake and it's a walkable lake, can you walk around that lake? Yes, yes, yes. It's with white sand, yeah. And how far is it one way around the lake? Uh, it's around uh, 800 meters, but then I can go back. Huh? Oh, so this is a very small lake then. Mm -hmm. 800 meters. But I do it barefoot, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much do you weigh and how tall are you? I weigh uh, 78 kilos and I'm uh, 1 meter 73. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like, you know, Swahili to me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll have to, I'll have to work that out. You need to get some more cardio activity. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You need to wear yourself out a little bit more. And I, I, it sounds like you're doing that well with the lake. It sounds like you're doing some weightlifting. So that's good as well. Sounds like you're doing some sort of a cross trainer thing, maybe double the time for the cross trainer. But she wants you out in the open air. Okay. In the open air. And that goes for a lot of you. A lot of you are consigned to these 24-hour gym uh, scenarios and or some sort of a gym scenario. Like Magali, she goes to a gym. But I force her to walk next to the river or to go on these these hikes because she's my student. I can force her to do that. <clears throat> I, 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 you know, I, I give Julia the command and say, OK, I want you to run around the lake. You know, and I say, how many laps do you want to do? And this is Spring Lake here in Santa Rosa. And she makes the decision how long she wants to go. But it's a it's a much bigger lake and it's more like uh, probably two kilometers around the lake. So she does that run. And how does that make you feel, Julie, when, you, when you've done that run in that fresh prana air? It helps me to ground in a greater way. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Does it feel bad? Does it feel boring? Can you hear me? I hear you. It says you said you, you it helps you ground. I'm not asking you about the grounding so much. I'm asking you how it makes you feel. Oh, more relaxed. Yeah. Okay. All right. And how are you able to sleep at night? You sleep well? Yes, definitely. Yeah. All right. Very good. 
and this goes for all of you, uh, except for Alexander, get as much cardio as you can. Alexander's walking all over the place all the time anyway. So, he, you know, he, he's got enough. He's going to go right to sleep as soon as we hang up anyway. So uh, try to get as much cardio as you can. Swimming is really good cardio, Chris. So that's good if you can continue with that. But also, for some reason, she shows me walk you walking with a dog on your right side. The dog's on your right side. It looks like to be some sort of a smaller shepherd type of dog uh, on a leash. And you're walking. You're walking. Okay. Okay. Anybody else have a have a scenario they want to describe to me? Going once. Uh, Chrism. Yes. Hey. Hi, Cole. Bryce, can you turn that mic off? There we go. Thank you. Go ahead, Cole. Cole. Kundalini. Control station to call. Calling you, Mr. Call. Dear Niner, Niner, Niner. Calling Canada Kundalini Call. Are you there? Do you read us? <laughs> call, what are you doing? <laughs> Oh, we'll have to wait for that. Okay, anybody else? Anybody else uh, have something they want to put into this conversation? Uh, just letting you know. Yes, Bryce, go ahead. Got to turn that mic on. Got to turn the microphone. There we go. Okay. Cole, also in Canada? For a minute, yes. I, thought I think Cole is not here right now, but yeah, he's in Canada. You need to have a comedy routine, a stand-up routine about Kundalini, obviously. Oh, nobody would understand. <laughs> nobody, nobody would get it. They'd go, you mean you have wings? Fly, fly over here. <laughs> okay. Did you have something you wanted to add there, Mr. Bryce? Um, I guess just relay the, the exercise routine that's come to me is handstanding, handstands and handwalking. And this was a directive that I got from my intuition before the Kundalini came to me. So that's interesting. And it's to be just the thing for me. I feel like it's really impacting my, my physical health positively and just inverting for well, one thing. Yeah, I, I, I think that, that, that can, that, that can be helpful. Um, like you also have those vertical tables that will, that will do similar things. Although what you're doing is more muscle bound. So you, you know, you get more coordination. You get, probably get more benefit from what you're doing. Um, I don't have a problem with vertical tables or, you know, headstands or things of that nature, unless you have a, a possibility for an aneurysm. And if that's the case, then, yeah, you, you, you want to kind of avoid that. I feel there's a metaphor involved also. I think that to turn the world upside down is really what we're all attempting in some way. Actually, we're, we're not doing that, Bryce. It's being done to us. Us, for sure for sure but to see the world from a different perspective is so informative yeah it is indeed indeed but that you know and i, I commend you continue to do your handstands if that's you know if she's still pulling you to do that but remember a lot of things within kundalini are transient they are not 
Just because they worked for you for the first six months of your activation doesn't mean you're doing them for the rest of your life. You have to acknowledge the evolution of the process within you. You don't stay still within it. You have to acknowledge the evolution, the movement of the process within you. And uh, yeah, you've got good movement, Bryce. Keep it going. Thank you, Chris. Much appreciated. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Cole, I see that you're back. Hey, can you hear me now? Okay. Yes, yes. The Okanoga okay, man. Perfect. Yes, go ahead. Um, so I wanted to ask about how to deal with uh, succubi because it's been something that comes up like once a month or so. And uh, I feel maybe this is just my interpretation, but it definitely sets me back uh for like a week or two where i just if it what do you it, what are you calling it what are you calling it uh succubi so you know uh disembodied oh, consciousness oh, oh, that feeds oh, on oh, oh yeah succubi yeah. succubi i got it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, um, I think you're you're talking about an incubi actually not a succubi. incubi oh okay i don't know yeah. the difference right unless you know uh, unless you know with the whole trans thing you'll have succubi going to well whatever so any kind of any kind of sexual it's i don't even know what i i don't even know what i am some sort of some sort of a buy <laughs> yeah uh, okay um, so so the way you deal yeah. with that the first thing you have to do is you have to get a, a better control over the sexual stimulation because that's where they're going to get you they're yeah. going to give you they're going to give you an erection whether you want one or not Okay, and so you need to be able to do something like push-ups. You know, you get an erection and you're trying to get to sleep, but they're, you know, they're going to start straddling you. They're going to sit on you. They're going to, they're going to try to get you to orgasm in any way, shape, or form, so they can feed. That's the deal. It's like a, it's like a sperm mosquito. Okay, so you need to get off of the bed, do twenty push-ups. That'll take your mind totally off it. For you, because you're such a strong man, I'd say 50 push-ups. <laughs> so with this, this is before bed? Uh, this is during the stimulation. Okay. During So, you know, when you, you know, a guy, a guy your age is going to be feeling horny every 30 seconds or so. Okay. So that's okay. That's normal, natural, not a problem. But when you start to feel, when you feel a dense energetic cloud uh, sitting on you or in some way enveloping you, that's when you want to get off and do the push-ups. Okay. okay. Um, it, it always seems to happen in the morning at like. Yeah, that's the time. Know, that's five, the time. It'll 5 a.m. Yeah, that's that's exactly yeah. right. That's the time it'll happen. And uh, that's when you're. But some. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, sometimes I'll wake up in the middle um, and then I'll like right before they are able to uh, harvest me, then I'll like squeeze yeah. really hard my. Um, uh, I don't know what your Kegel muscles. I don't know if men have that, but it's whatever you use to yeah. cut your your urine stream and yeah, i'll squeeze that's... really really hard for like a minute and i can retain it but sometimes oh, it good. just happens yeah. and i wasn't 
conscious of it in my waking state but i don't okay. know if that's the other the other thing i want you to do is i want you to burn that palo santo in the room before you go to bed I've, okay i've been doing that too i've been yeah. burning palo santo and then i say a prayer uh good, good, to be good. more conscious of my choices and interactions in the dream state are you are you um, are you also to not are you are you these... self-stimulating at all at any time no don't do the self-stimulation no. okay uh they're coming after you at you have you have uh two to three different types of sperm you have free form sperm you have luteinizing sperm uh, luteinizing sperm will come into uh, expression like a, the uh, four, five, six o'clock in the morning. If you're a typical uh, person sleeping in the in the night and waking up in the daytime, um, so the luteinizing sperm, uh, they're going to go after that because it's a it's a timed thing. It's an everyday thing. They know when it's going to happen, um, and so. What you can do is if you feel them straddling, you roll over. It's not a bad thing to get uh, aroused during those times. That's a natural time for, for human masculine arousal, those time zones. But the entities know that. They know that. Okay, so you do everything you can do. You can put your hand over your genitals to cover it from being contacted. You can... Uh, you can get up, take a shower, you can do the push-ups, but that's going to take you right out of your sleep state. Um, you can also, just a second here. Hmm. Just a second. All right, this is interesting. I have told people to do this in a thousand years. Get a clear water dish fill it with pure water put a a rose a white blooming rose float that on the surface of the water put that rose and water under your bed if you can okay she's given Besides me a lot of it, yeah, under your under your bed, bed frame oh okay just a second i have to get a bed frame but so you're you're straight on the floor then okay um then put it mattress on the floor yeah put it at the foot of the bed actually she's showing me different put it put one at the foot put another one at your midsection put another one at the at the top of the bed so that you have three dishes with three roses floating in the pure water and they're clear dishes go out and buy them for this don't use them for anything else okay, okay. not plastic but glass glass okay okay all right try it that way she's giving me other ways for you too but it's like you can, there's a sigil that you can put on your body in that area. Oh, put the black tourmaline down there too. Buy another piece of black tourmaline and 
put it on like if you're going to wear it as a as a necklace but tie it around the genital organ itself so that the testicles are protected or are in physical contact with the black tourmaline you can do that as well got it He'll, he'll have to get this on the podcast. All right. All right. So anybody else have a comment, concern, query, question that they want to um, bring into the conversation? Still looking around here. Yes, Henrietta. I'm still not letting you off the hook, my dear. Don't even try it. I am not. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's a done conversation, though. Just Not a second. Just a, just a second, Henrietta. Um, garlic under the pillow might help for a woman. I don't know. Garlic near the vagina would be much more helpful. Because these are the where this is where they're they're really going for. Cole, Cole, I gave you yeah. a whole thing. I gave you a whole thing to do, but you were offline. So <laughs> you're still offline, buddy. It's okay. Don't, don't, you're not in a cell zone here. Don't try, Cole. Don't try. Okay. All right. Medi says, um, Kristen, but I prefer in private, please. I'll send you a message. Well, okay. That's, you can do that. Any of you can send me a private message if you wish when you're dealing with details that you don't want known in the public uh, arena. So don't worry about that. I will respond to you. Go ahead, Henrietta. I have a question, Master, regarding the dreams. So yes, um, go ahead. Um, I know that the dreams are related to Kendalini somehow, right? But in my case, uh, in, in a way, you know what I mean? In every um, way. Every way. Yes. But what if someone does not remember his dreams ever? I have been that way for a long time. So I smile and sleep and I smile and I wake up. But he gives me some visions sometimes and I'm a daydreamer. What's your point? So my point i don't know if this is something okay i mean is there something wrong for not oh, dreaming like yes. remembering my dream what well what you need henrietta what, what you're desperately needing is to jump out of a perfectly good airplane at sixteen thousand feet this this will cure everything for you i know <laughs> you'll remember your dreams to... after that i am going to do my best to make it happen i promise okay. master but I don't know about the dreams things. That's what I'm saying. I've been like this don't, for a long worry. time. Listen, listen, she'll give you the visions she wants you to see. I do. Now, if you want, if I... you want to, if you want to seed your dreams, like I think I was talking with Michael Fry about this the other day. Is that right? Yeah. If you want to seed your dreams at ten o'clock in the morning, take a moment out of your day and say, "I will remember my dreams tonight." Then at twelve oh. o'clock, then at twelve o'clock noon, take a moment, say the same thing. At two o'clock, say the same thing. At four o'clock, say the same thing. At seven o'clock, say the same thing and see what happens. 
Well, usually when I'm awake, like when I'm a dreams comes to me, and usually when my Kundalini contact me through numbers and animals, that's how she passed the messages for me. Fine. But never in and I don't never remember dreams. I got no problem with that. Okay. So I'm yeah. fine. <laughs> you're fine. Well, except for your challenge, yes, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> okay. You got it. Thank you, Master. All right, good, good. Cole. Uh yeah, I don't you're you're walking around. I can't hear you, buddy. You're gonna break up. You're still breaking up. Oh, you can hear me? Yeah. Turn your mic off, buddy. Turn your mic oh. off. There you go. Okay. Anybody else have a uh, question, concern, query, comment? Uh, need a, a portion of clarity for them about a certain thing. Okay. If not, I'm going to close this meeting. So I'm going to give you some chances here. Going once. For questions, going twice for questions. And going three times. And have a beautiful, blessed evening, my beautiful, blessed friends. We'll see you next time.